0: Greetings, thanks to God. This is Pastor Monty Lester. Once again, I want to say thank you for tuning in to the Cedar Grove Church. We're grateful to God for all the great things he's doing in this season. And I want to let you know there is a word from heaven that I want to share with you today coming from a very familiar passage of scripture in Judges chapter 16. Amen. Judges chapter 16. But even as before we go into the word today, I just want to say thank you for your uh, continued contributions to the ministry, all the people that are working behind the scenes to Uh, To make sure that ministry still goes forth with power and authority, I thank you for everyone. Thank God for everyone that has dedicated their time, their talent, and their treasure into this kingdom. Uh, God has been good, and he's grateful. And I just want to encourage you to continue. I've already gotten praise reports of where God has already blessed the good seed that you have sown. And I just want to encourage you that God has great things in store for you, and we can feast even in the midst of this famine. God has great things in store. So again, we just want to say thank you. Judges chapter 16. Judges chapter 16 will be our focus and our foundation today, and I want to use the entire chapter. I'm going to preach from the entire chapter, actually, but I just want to lift up two verses uh, of Scripture from that, which will be our focus and our foundation. Judges chapter 16. uh, First of all, I want to call your attention to verse number 20, and then verse number 28. Judges chapter 16, verse 20, and then verse 28. Uh, The Word of God says, And then she said, the Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as at other times before and shake myself. But he knew not that the spirit of the Lord had departed from him. Amen. Let's skip down to verse number 28, where the word of God says, And Samson called unto the Lord and said, O Lord God, remember me, I pray thee, and strengthen me. I pray thee. Only this once, O oh God, that I may at once avenge of the Philistines for my two eyes. Amen, amen. Today the Lord and I want to minister from the subject worship again. Worship again. Amen. Let us pray. Precious Lord, we praise you. We thank you for this day and all that you've assembled to allow us to come into your presence, O God, to have an authentic encounter with you. And I pray now for your Holy Spirit to to move and to minister as this message goes out to the masses, O God. I'm going to say thank you now that they may hear from thee and not from me. Bless you now. Thank you now for what you're getting ready to do. It's in the name of Jesus I do pray. Amen. Amen. I want to talk to the worshipers today. I want to talk to the people who have a real, authentic relationship with the Lord. Uh, People that have experienced what it uh, it means to have relationship and fellowship with him. Uh, Those who are well acquainted with the feeling that the psalmist said, uh, when the psalmist said, As the deer panteth after water, so my soul longs after thee. Amen. Those of us that have had an authentic encounter and, and have an appreciation for the presence of the Lord, and I know uh, in this COVID-19 se- season, many of us are missing uh, the whole worship experience. We're missing coming back together. We're missing, missing the ability to hug. We're missing the, the ability to have a, uh, the full choir, uh, the full worship experience. But the Spirit of the Lord wanted me to remind you today and to let you know that you can worship again. Amen. That you can worship again again. Amen. And I want to just go right to the Word today, and I want to uh, help you understand, uh, first of all, worship, what it means, the definition and the benefits. Uh, first of all, it's just having a loving relationship uh, with, between the Creator and the creation. Uh, having a loving relationship between the Creator and the creation. Having a loving relationship with the thing that has birthed you and brought you into the world. Yes, Lord, worship being able to have express your adoration, your love uh, for God. Amen. And that's what true worship is all about. Hallelujah. Just having a, a good, intimate relationship with him. Because somebody knows that he is a good, good father and that he cares for us. And what I love about God is that he desires to have a relationship with his children. Just like any good parent, his desires to have a relationship with his children. Yes, Lord. As a matter of fact, he takes the initiative to establish a relationship with his children. Yes, Lord. And even when it's broken, uh, God wants you to know that he desires to restore even the broken relationship uh, that he has uh, with his children. Uh, if some of you remember the prodigal son. Yes, Lord. And how the father was sitting there waiting for his son to return. And just that's just how our heavenly father is, too. Whenever the relationship is not what uh, we desire it to be. God is always there, and he's always waiting uh, to renew and to revive and to restore that relationship. And that's what it's all about, uh, expressing that love. And that's what worship, that's the essence of worship. And God is saying today that we can worship again. Hallelujah. And I want to talk about real worship, uh, not just the routine worship. uh, uh, Because believe it or not, real worship is what takes place in private versus what takes place in public. Uh, Real worship is what's personal uh, versus what's public yes lord because believe it or not some people have uh, mistaken real worship uh, uh the, the reality of worship uh uh when it's not uh, personal uh that's when you go to being a performer and not a praiser but god wants to let us know that we can worship again i believe that what you do in private is much more important than what you do in public And God is saying, even in this COVID-19 season, he wants to get back to basics so that we can uh, worship him again, especially uh, uh, in private. That that one-on-one relationship when we have an intimate contact, uh, an intimate situation with our father. Well, that brings us to our text today, because our text in this 16th chapter of the book of Judges, uh, uh, I want to introduce to some and present to others a judge named Samson. A judge named Samson. Some of you are very familiar with Samson's testimony. As a matter of fact, this is one of my favorite passages of scripture because I believe it speaks to and relates to how so many of us who uh, have uh, an authentic calling on our lives, how God has blessed us. How he 's anointed us, uh, and somewhere along the way, we get off track, but I just believe that God is in the restoration business, and He wants to put us back into our rightful place. but some of you know Samson, uh, he is a judge of Israel, he is created and groomed for godly greatness, yes, um, uh, Samson was created and groomed for godly greatness, but one thing I noticed about Samson, Samson that he was negligent with his anointing, yes, and he got off track but but I love what I love about him is that he cried out to God for renewal. For restoration and for revival. And anybody knows that whenever you call out to God, God will do just what He said He would do. And today, as we introduce Samson, as we talk about his tale today, uh, I wanna just lift up three points and I'm out of your way. I wanna talk about Samson's rise, his ruin, and his restoration. His rise, his ruin, and his restoration. Amen. Let's talk about his rise. Uh, to fully appreciate Samson and where he is at the time of the text, Uh, Here in Judges chapter 16, uh, we need to go back to his rise, his beginnings. Uh, Samson was the one who was the benefit of generational prayers, uh, generational prayers. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, his story starts in Judges chapter 13, verses 2 through 7, where his mama prayed for him. Yes, Lord, uh, his mama, who was originally believed to be barren, who could not produce children, she, she prayed unto God. She said, God, if you give me a child. Uh, I'm going to give it back to you. Uh, If you give me a child, I'll I'll give it back to you. As a matter of fact, I'm not just going to give it back to you. Yes, Lord. Uh, I'm going to make you some promises. Yes, he'll be a Nazarite from birth. Yes, Lord. He's one that's not supposed to touch any dead animals. He's not uh, supposed to drink any fruit of the vine. And then he's definitely not supposed to be a haircut. That's the Nazarite vow. And she said, you know what? I'm vowing to give him back to you. He's going to be a Nazarite from birth. He's the benefit of... Uh, he had the benefit of generational prayers. Yes, Lord. And what I've learned about Samson as well is uh, as a consequence of his mother's prayer for him. Yes, his mother's prayer for him. He was a man with great strength. The Bible talks time after time after time how Samson would find himself in, uh, uh, in dangerous predicaments and problems in certain situations. And, and Samson, what he would do is he would shake himself. Uh, and the spirit of the Lord would, would come upon him mightily. And he was able to overcome every obstacle. He was ab- able to defeat every demon. He was able to, to conquer uh, uh, everybody that came into his presence. Uh, uh, that's a powerful uh, anointing right there. When you know you have intimate relationship with God uh, and that God equips you and empowers you to do whatever uh, you need to have done. Yes, Lord. And the reason behind it, again, is because he was the benefit of generation prayers. And let me just throw this in for free because I believe some of us are the benefit of generational prayers. Uh, one of the reasons why we're where we are today, not because of our own personal prayers, but because our mother or our grandmother or, or somewhere, somebody somewhere down the line prayed for you. And I don't know about you, but I'm glad that I had a praying mother. Yes, I'm, I'm grateful to God for my praying parents. I'm, I'm grateful to God for my praying grandparents. Yes, Lord, uh, the benefit of of, grateful, uh, of of uh, uh, generational prayers, but although Samson was known for being strong, uh, he's known for his strengths. Uh, today, I want to help us understand that he has some weaknesses as well. Uh, number one is that he had a bad temper. Uh, the Bible talks about throughout uh, Judges 13, 14, 15, and 16, how when things didn't go Samson's way, although he was anointed, although he had great strengths, he didn't always use his power for good. Uh, there were times when he would use uh, because of his temper, uh, uh, he would use that anointing, that strength, uh, that power that God had given him and uh, not use it for good, but use it for bad. So he had a bad temper. But not only that, but he also had a love for bad women in the Bible. Lord have mercy. I, I can stay all, all day right there, but I'm going to move on. But he, but he had a love for, for bad women in the bible yes lord uh uh, when he comes on the scene he's attracted to somebody that wasn't good for him uh uh and and then even now in judges chapter 16 uh he's attracted again uh love something that doesn't love him back so um samson yes lord his rise yes lord he had a calling uh his parents prayed for him in judges 13 and just like jeremiah chapter 1 verse number 5 before i formed you in the womb I ordained you, says the Lord, Uh, I uh, ordained you to be a prophet into the nation. God had called him, uh, even from his mother's womb, uh, to be powerful. So uh, his rise, we're talking about his rise today. But not only do we want to talk about his rise, I want to talk about his ruin. Yes, Lord, I want to talk about Samson's ruin. Uh, Because even in the midst of all of that, yes, Lord, the Bible says in verse number uh, 20, Judges 16, verse number 20, and, and she said, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he arose out of his sleep. And he said, I will go out as other times before, and I will shake myself. Uh, but he knew not that the Lord was departed from him. His ruin. Yes, Lord, his ruin. Uh, where Samson finds himself in this 20th verse, uh, 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 20th verse of the Bible, is in the midst of his ruin uh samson had a, a a relationship with delilah yes lord he he came across a demon named delilah he got a haircut from hell yes lord and and in the midst of all of that it ended up bringing samson or putting samson into a situation that brought about his ruin. Yes, Lord. Uh, and I just want to talk about this because, again, in order to understand his restoration, we must understand his ruin too. Yes, Lord. Uh, he had, uh, 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 his, his, Samson's problem was he had difficulty dealing with deadly distractions. Let me say that again. Uh, what caused his ruin was Samson had difficulty dealing with Deadly distractions. Yes, Lord. Uh, deadly distractions. Uh, 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 what happened with Samson is that he fell in love. Uh, uh, Genesis, uh, excuse me, Judges chapter 16, verse number four. Samson fell in love with a woman from the valley of Sorek, whose name was Delilah. Uh, uh, deadly distractions. It talks about how Samson loved Delilah. But nowhere in the Bible do you see that Delilah loves Samson. Uh, Samson, his ruin was caused because he had difficulty dealing with deadly distractions. Uh, and some of you have heard the song, and some of you may be familiar with Samson and Delilah, and you're like, wait a minute, I thought that was a love song. You no, know, it, it, it may have been a love song from the point of sisters, but when you look at scriptures, yeah, love had nothing to do with it. Yes, Lord, Delilah was there. She was an assassin. That was assigned to Samson uh, to detour him, uh, to uh, delay him and ultimately try to deny him from the destiny that God had called him from, called him to accomplish in the earth. Yes, Lord, uh, uh, Samson, he had difficulty dealing with deadly distractions. And some of you know the story and I wish I could stay there today, but I'm going to move on. Yes, Lord, because of his difficulty, he ended up right here uh, having a haircut from hell. Yes, Lord. And found himself in a situation where he was bound, bound, bald, and blind. Yes, Lord. Uh, bang, bound, bald, and blind. Yes, Lord. He, he was bound. They bound him with feathers. Yes, Lord. Uh, because of this situation, because uh, of what had happened to him, uh, she was calling for his enemy, the Philistines, to come. And they gouged out Samson's eyes. And then they took him and they put him uh, in uh, uh, the mill to let him grind. Yes, Lord. They bound him there. And then uh, 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 he was bald. Yes, Lord, the secret to his strength, his hair, uh, his covenant with God, which represented his covenant with God. uh, He no longer had his hair. And now he was in a situation where he was being ruined. Yes, Lord, he was uh, living beneath where God had called him to do. Amen. And believe it or not, that's the desire of the devil. Yes, Lord, that's the desire of the devil for every child of God, for every person that God has a great plan for your life, for every person that God is grooming you for something greater, uh, for everybody that God has anointed you from the beginning. Uh, the enemy desires, the devil desires to, uh, to present uh, and to put in place uh, uh, distractions uh, that would detour you from your destiny of where God has called you to go. And what I've learned about the enemy is that he's an expert in presentation. Yes, he's an expert in presentation. What the enemy does, he always makes uh, your Delilah. He always makes your distraction. He always makes that demon uh, available, attractive, and audible. Yes, Lord, uh, uh, available, attractive, and audible. Every every time you try to do what God has called you to do, here comes Delilah. Yes, Lord, available. Every time that uh, uh, you're trying to focus on what God has called you to do, it's, it's audible. It always speaks to you. Samson, Samson, what's the secret to your great strength? Yes, Lord. And it's always not only uh, uh, attractive uh, uh, and uh, audible, but it's also available. It's always there. Uh, the detour, the, uh, uh, the demon, the distraction is always there. Yes, Lord. And as a consequence, uh, here we have Samson, who's called to be strong and now. He's in a position where he's weak. Uh, he, he's called to be uh, one that's a deliverer of his children, uh, of God's people uh, from their enemy, the Philistines. But now he's he's bound. Uh, he's called to have great strength uh, because of his covenant, uh, the, the non-cutting of his hair. Uh, but now he's bald. He's in a situation where he's bald. He's blind. They gouged out his eyes and now he's uh, uh, bound. He's, he's in a prison. He's down there. And and what I uh, what I believe the spirit of the Lord wants us to learn today uh, is that we got to deal with our Delilah. Yes, Lord, we uh, uh, we got to deal with our Delilah. Uh, Our our Delilah uh, is always that situation that's always attractive, audible and available. That's always there uh, to detour us from where God has destined to go. And I want to ask you today, what is your Delilah? What is your situation that always has a tendency to show up? Uh, when you are, uh, are called to do something and, and destined to do something and, and when you have your mind made up, uh, what is it that always, if you don't call it, it calls you? What is your Delilah? Because believe it or not, Delilah is not always a female. Uh, Delilah can be a dude. Yes, Lord. Delilah can be a drink. Uh, God, Delilah can be a drug. Delilah can be anything that detours us uh, from our destiny. And, and if we understand something, of uh, what God wants us to do today is want us to understand this is what caused Samson to bring him down to a situation that was well beneath uh, the purpose and the plan that God had for him. Yes, Lord. And here we are in verse number 20, where Samson, who has uh, been supernaturally powered, empowered by God time after time after time. Now he finds himself in a situation where uh, Delilah has, he has told Delilah the secret to his strength, his ruin. Yes, Lord. Uh, And now she said, you know what? Call for the barber. Uh, uh, I'm going to call for the barber. And guess what? We're going to cut Samson's hair. And Samson thought he would do just like he would do at all the times before. Uh, He said, I will go out, verse 20, as before, and I will shake myself. Uh, In other words, that's how his power came upon him. He he would shake himself uh, and the spiritual, uh, the supernatural power. God's super would come upon his natural and he would have strength like never before. And he was able to break away. But the uh, B clause in verse number 20 said, and that he knew not that the spirit of the Lord had departed from him. Mm, Lord, have mercy. He knew not that the spirit of the Lord had departed from him. Yes, Lord, his rise, but his ruin. Yes, Lord, his ruin, he didn't even know uh, that the spirit of the Lord had departed from him. And that's what worship is all about, is having uh, that encounter with Christ, uh, 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 being able to come into a room. Yes, Lord. And, and even by yourself. Yes, Lord. You don't need a band. Yes, Lord. You don't need the praise team. You don't even need the preacher to preach you happy. You, you just understand it's just you and Jesus. You can get into the presence of the Lord. Yes, Lord. And he comes in. Yes, Lord. And, and something about worship. Yes. Uh, how he ministers and meets your need. And helps you overcome uh, every obstacle. He helps you uh, uh, have power even in the midst of the problems. Yes, Lord. Uh, And that's what Samson was missing. Uh, He said, you know what? He knew not that the spirit of the Lord had departed from him. Yes, Lord. Uh, And now they have him. Yes, Lord. The devil has him where he wants him. Uh, In this 20th verse. uh, uh, The devil has him where he wants him. Now he has had his head shaved. And now he's grinding in the mill. And now the devil has assembled all of the Philistines and said, you know what? We're going to make sport of Samson. Uh, In other words, we're going to make fun of him. Do you know that's what the devil desires? Uh, He wants to make sport of you, of of you, anointed child of God. Uh, He wants to put you in a situation where uh, somebody somewhere can say there was nothing to his relationship with the Lord anyway. I want to put him in a situation where I remember when he used to run around the church. I remember how he used to have the joy of the Lord. But guess what? Uh, The devil wants to uh, take you from your rise and take you to your ruin and put you in a situation where, you know what? All you're thinking about and everybody that sees you says, you know what? I thought Samson was strong, but now he's weak. Uh, I want to make sport of him. He the devil wants to make you the biggest billboard uh, for him to say there was nothing to the relationship that you had with the Lord. Uh, But although that's the devil's desire, does anybody know the devil is still a liar? (laughs) Yes, Lord. Uh, The devil is still a liar. Yes, Lord. Uh, We talked about Samson's rise. We talked about his ruin. But but as I get ready to take my seat today, yes, Lord, I want to talk about his restoration. Yes, uh, his his restoration, Uh, because the Bible says uh, in verse number 28 and Samson, Called unto the Lord and said, "O oh Lord, remember me, I pray thee, and strengthen me one more time, Lord. Just, just strengthen me one more time, and uh, that I may avenge uh, of the Philistines for these two eyes of mine that they have gashed out." Uh, do you know that God is in the restoration business, uh, that he gives us brand new mercies every day? And and what I've learned, hallelujah, about the restoration of God is, is that if you pray to God, yes, Lord, even though you may not feel like you have done your best, uh, even though you may have uh, fallen out of the glory and the grace of God, guess what? Prayer still works, and, and prayer uh, uh, prayer is something that, that touches God's tender spot, where he's always able to renew, revive, and to restore. Uh, and I want to talk about Samson's restoration today, amen, his restoration, because he cried out unto the Lord and said, Lord, remember me. Yes, Lord, I, I know it's been a while since I've called. Yes, Lord, I, I know I put myself in this predicament, but guess what? Lord, if you remember me, if you are strengthening me, one more time, uh, uh, that I may find strength, uh, that I may avenge uh, the enemy, these Philistines, for my two eyes. Yes, Lord, uh, 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 avenge, strengthen me once more. And I just believe that today, that God will hear and answer prayer. Uh, uh, there's something powerful. I know you wanted something deep. Yes, Lord. But but worship uh, begins with private Powerful and personal prayer. Yes, Lord. He didn't have a band. He didn't have the praise team. He didn't have anybody else. He had a relationship with the Lord. And he said, Lord, I I know it's been a while since we've talked, but Lord, if you would just remember me. And I know some people can't relate to this, but I believe somebody can. Uh, Some of you understand that sometimes you got to cry out to the Lord even in the midst of your mess. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, Somebody knows what it feels like to cry out to the Lord even in the midst of your mess. Yes, Lord, uh, uh, cry out to God and say, Lord, you know what? I still may have a a, a substance in my system. I still may be in a setting that I'm not supposed to be. But Lord, if you bring me out just this one time, uh, I promise you that I'm going to serve you the balance of my days. Uh, And there's something about uh, a prayer of repentance. Uh, uh, When you cry out to God, even in the midst of your sickness, even in the midst of your sadness, yes, Lord, when you know how to pray, that's the essence of true worship. Uh, God has a way of saying, you know what? I, I I know you messed up, but guess what? I am in the restoration business. Uh, uh, believe it or not, God says, I'll give you brand new mercies every day. Uh, God says he's in the restoration business. He, he said it through Isaiah. He said, they that wait upon the Lord, yeah, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. God goes on to remind us that he's in the restoration business. And, and what I love about the Lord is that he said he enjoyed that he will restore everything that the locust and the cankerworm has eaten up. Do you know that God is in the restoration business? And, and even in the midst of your mess, uh, if you cry out to God, yes, Lord, God will come in and he will answer And as I get ready to close today, I want to just point out three things just real quickly as it relates to how God restores because of this prayer. What God did with Samson and what God would do with you and I. Yes, Lord, uh, with what God did with Samson. Uh, First of all, uh, because he prayed, uh, God comes in and his spirit comes in and helps us. Number one, break the cycle. Amen. Somebody shout break the cycle. Uh, Because, believe it or not, some of you know that the devil doesn't have any new tricks. Uh, a lot of us are, 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 are victims of what I call perilous patterns, uh, 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 destructive behaviors that uh, we continue to repeat time after time after time. Uh, some of you know Samson's story. Uh, in Judges 16, verse number one, he was with a harlot, another bad girl of the Bible, uh, was with a harlot. Yes, Lord. And the Philistines came upon him. And then from verse number one to verse number four, he was in love with a woman from the valley of Sarek, whose name was Delilah. Uh, verse number one, he's with a harlot. Verse number four, he's with Delilah. Uh, perilous patterns. Uh, and what God wants to do today through your prayer is break the cycle. Uh, when you look back over the pages of your life, believe it or not, uh, uh, the devil doesn't present anything new um, for most of us. Uh, he presents the same thing over and over and over. But do you understand because of this prayer, yes, Lord, because he cried out to God, he said, you know what? You can break the cycle. Uh, Number two, uh, you can surrender to the Savior. Because uh, what Samson is saying right here is, Lord, will you remember me? Uh, 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 Remember me. I know I'm in this, uh, I know I'm right here and I'm grinding in the mill, but guess what? I'm called to be a deliverer. I know I'm weak, but guess what, I'm called to be strong. Huh? I know I'm uh, in a low place, but Lord, you've called me to be a leader. You've called me to be high. And I understand I understand that uh, being low is cool with some folks, but some of us know that we're not supposed to be there. Some of you understand the truth of Deuteronomy 28, that we're called to be the head and not the tail. We're called to be above only and not beneath. We're called to lend and not borrow. Yes, Lord. We're called to be in a situation where blessings shall overcome us. Yes, Lord. That that we don't have to go looking for certain things that blessings are supposed to come and look for us. Yes, Lord. And we understand that. Yes, Lord. And I know it may be comfortable, it may be cool for some people uh, to be grinding in the meal, but, but if you've ever had an authentic encounter with the Lord, uh, if you've ever known what it feels like to have authentic worship with Him, yes, Lord, and when you find yourself in a low place, you understand, you know what, I I'm not supposed to be here. Yes, Lord. It may be cool for everybody else, but guess what? I'm called for greatness. God has groomed me from greatness from the beginning. Yes, Lord. And that's what you got to tell yourself. Say, Lord, remember me. I know what my grandmother prayed. I, I know what my mother prayed. I, I know the calling and the anointing that you have on my life. I know the plans that you have for me. There it is, Jeremiah 29, 11. Uh, plans to prosper me, not to harm me, but to give me a hope and a future. And because of that, here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you are my God. Lord, here I am, and I'm going to surrender to the Savior. And that's what God is saying throughout this whole year. Yes, Lord. That's why he's allowed uh, uh, what we are seeing in the earth every day. Because I believe there are many of Samson in the earth right now. There are people that you know you've had an authentic relationship with the Lord, You know and you've seen God uh, put his super on your natural and you've done some things that that you couldn't do in your own strength. Yes, Lord, you have slain some demons. You you've overcome some obstacles. And now in this situation, I believe God has placed us where we have to turn back to him, where we have to surrender to the Savior, where we have to say, Lord, it's not my will, but thy will be done. Lord, I know I messed up. But guess what? I, I know that you are merciful. I know you are in the blessing business. And I know that if I cry out to you, I know that you would do just what you said you would do. And again, I know that's OK for some people, but for some of us being out of his presence, uh, not being able to worship. We're like a fish out of water. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So in the midst of all of that, yes, Lord, God says, you know what? Because you pray because you said, Lord, it's me that's standing in the need of prayer. Uh, I, I know my credit is not good with you right now. Uh, but guess what? I know I don't deserve it. But but Lord, if you will accept it, my hallelujah belongs to you. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. My hallelujah. Yes, Lord, my praise, my worship, it belongs to you. Lord, I, uh, I'm here and it's just me and you now. Uh, yeah, it's just me and you and we're alone in this place. And guess what? My hallelujah belongs to you. And what I learned about the Lord, uh, 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 when you do that, yes, Lord, he helps you, number one, break the cycle. Yes, Lord, he helps you break the cycle. Yes, Lord. Uh, And then with that prayer, uh, empowers you to surrender to the Savior. And then lastly, yes, Lord, that prayer right there, uh, what God wants me to tell you today, expect to be more fruitful in faith than you were in your flesh. (laughs) Expect to be more fruitful as you walk in faith than you were in your flesh. Uh, Because the Bible says in verse number 30, and I'm done, yes, Lord, that that Samson slew more Philistines. uh, He slew more of the enemy in his death than he did in his life. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, Samson, uh, because he cried out in faith, yes, Lord, because he said, I'm not walking in flesh anymore. Samson said, let me die with the Philistine. And that's it right there today. That's the secret to your success. Uh, You gotta cry out just like Samson, say, let me die. Yes, Lord, let me die. Yes, Lord, so that your spirit may live. And I'm not talking about a a natural death. I'm talking about a spiritual death. They say, Lord, not my will. Yes, but but your will be done. Lord, I know you've anointed me. I know you've empowered me. I I know you've called me. I I know you got a great plan for me. And because of surrender, yes, Lord, because uh, of this, I can expect to be more fruitful when I walk in my faith than I was in my flesh. The Bible said that he slew more Philistines, verse 30, in his death than he did in life. And what God wants me to tell you today is that you haven't seen nothing yet. Yes, Lord. Uh, God is saying that you haven't seen anything yet. Yes, Lord. Uh, God wanted me to let you know that your hair is growing back. As a matter of fact, your hair was growing back even before he prayed. Yes, Lord. Uh, God is saying, you know what? I want to renew you. I want to revive you. I want to restore you. Uh, uh, But he's saying, you know what? In order to get to that path of restoration, you got to pray one more prayer. You say, Lord, it's me. If you remember me one more time. If you strengthen me one more time, yes, Lord, I, I'm, I'm going to give you all that I got to give. And, and Lord, I'm gone. Yes, Lord. It, it's not about me, but it's all about Thee. I'm going to serve you the balance of my days. I'm going to give you the best that I got to give. Yes, Lord. And Lord, I know I'm not going to be perfect. There are times when I still are going to be uh, I may get off, off off path, but guess what? Uh, but even in the midst of that, uh, I'm not diving anymore. If I stumble or if I fall, if I fall, it's going to be because I stumble and not because I dove. Because my heart has been restored, uh, my will has been surrendered, and now I want to walk in what you've called me to do. And, and the Bible goes on to say that Samson died. He died right there in verse number 30. It talks about he, God strengthened him and he was able to find himself and he got to the pillar of the post. And some of you uh, are familiar with the sermon where he or or the story where he he pulled down uh, 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 the the arena where all of his enemies had gathered. Uh, uh, He pulled down the supporting post and he was able to uh, stumble to that place, pull it down. And as a consequence, the Philistines died right there and the place, all of the place fell down on Samson as well as the enemy, and he was able, again, to be more fruitful in his death than he was in his life. He was able to be more fruitful when he walked in faith than he was at the time of walking in his flesh. And that's what God is saying today. Uh, God is uh, saying that today because I, I believe today that God is very intentional about getting our attention. He's very intentional about getting our attention. And even uh, while, he has, while we're in this season where he's removed every distraction, uh, what he's saying is that he wants his child back. He wants uh, the relationship back. He wants us to have experienced true worship. Yeah, true worship. Worship that's not public, but worship that is private. Worship that uh, you don't need uh, a whole, uh, all the other things that we've come accustomed to, uh, being a part of worship. No, nah, all we need is, is Jesus to be alone in his presence. As the deer panteth after water, so my soul, Lord, it, it longs for you. Uh, and again, I understand that there are some folks that don't know anything about that, but if you ever had a relationship with the Lord, if you ever felt what it felt like to have him come into your room and, and minister to you, uh, to remind you that weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. If you've ever had a situation, yes, Lord, where he's put his super on your natural and you saw him empower you and do some things that still blow your mind, even to this day, Uh, uh, just to be close to him. Yes, that's our desire. Uh, In thy presence is the fullness of joy. At his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. God wants us to get into a position. Pray one more prayer. Lord, it's me. I'm crying out to you. And as you cry out, the God I serve, he'll renew you. He'll help you break those cycles. Yes, Lord. And then he'll help you be more fruitful as you walk in faith than you ever were in your flesh. And today I want to speak to specifically to somebody who uh, has not even taken the first step. uh, The first step to become, to enter into a relationship with the Lord. God has really just shook up the world to remind us that the wages of sin is still death, but the gift of God is eternal life. If you're hearing this message, if you're hearing this message, uh, God wants you to know that God wants everybody to be saved. He wants you, he wants to have a relationship with you. And God doesn't send anybody to hell. What what God? What happens is when we reject God, yes, Lord, we choose that we're going to hell versus heaven. But we can, all. Oh, we can reject him or we can receive him. The Bible tells us that if you reject me before men in this wicked and adulterous generation that i'll reject you before my father believe it or not all of us are going to stand before god and he's going to judge every person according to every sin every deed every idol thought everything that we've done in this body and what we want to do is that we I, my desire let me put it that way my desire is that uh, i may not meet you on this side but i'd like to meet you in heaven so if you're hearing this message And you haven't received the gift of salvation. Uh, God is putting us in this season where he's getting our attention so that you may be saved. If you're here and you're hearing this message and you're not saved, uh, I want you to do this. You can email us, uh, yes, uh, at info at cedargrovechurch.org. Yes, Lord. You can type, I want to be saved in the comment section of this broadcast. Yes, Lord. And we will take the initiative. Yes, Lord. We will help you. Enter into a relationship with the Lord, yes, Lord. Uh, you can enter into a relationship with him, yes, Lord. Get into a Bible, believe in church, and to understand your ABCs. Accept, believe, and confess. Uh, accept with your heart that you were born in sinner. center. Believe that Jesus is the Son of God that died for your sins. Make that confession with your mouth. You can be saved. We want to help you into that loving relationship with, you, with him. That's what, our, that's what worship is all about. Being in a loving relationship with our Lord and our Savior. If you're here today and you're hearing that message, that's my desire for you. And this message is really also for the Samsons of the world. Those that know that, uh, uh, that God has his hand in your life. Those of you that know that God is grooming you for greatness, uh, but for whatever reason, we haven't effectively dealt with our Delilahs in the past and, and we find ourselves in a situation that's well beneath uh, God's plan and purpose for our life. If you're hearing this today, Uh, we want to let you know that you can be restored as well. Uh, It's just as simple as praying, praying unto God. Say, Lord, remember me. Yeah, this is just serving. Lord, remember me. Uh, Remember me how I served you faithfully once upon a time. Uh, uh, Remember me how you you moved so mightily in so many days of my life. And now that I'm here, Lord, I, I know I may have messed up and I know my credit may have been shot. But Lord, if you would hear me one more time, Uh, I I heard in the sermon today that you are in the restoration business Lord renew my strength renew my hopes renew my desires renew my dreams renew me oh God most importantly renew my relationship with you just to be close with you is still my desire Uh, he will come in he will minister he will restore you he will revive you he will renew you he'll do just that so if you're here today and you're hearing this message the spirit of the Lord wants me to remind you uh, the real worship is, is personal, not public. Uh, it's private, not public. So call out to him. Yes, Lord, while you're in, you're in your own social distancing. Social distancing doesn't mean social isolation, spiritual isolation. You can cry out unto the Lord and he will renew you. He will restore you. Amen. So that's the word of God for the people of God. And the people of God did say, amen. May God bless you and forever keep you is my prayer.